Welcome to BSing with Sean K, episode 78. And for new listeners on this show, I have free form interviews with people from all walks of life, mainly artists, musicians, actors, bloggers, uh, comedians, people like that. Uh, on today's episode, filmmakers, or I just have conversations with people who have unusual perspectives or perspectives that aren't heard often in the mainstream media and i just like to you know keep my uh my interviews very casual very conversational and this is the first episode of 2019 for this episode i'm going to play a conversation i had with ivana reichovich and joe deeks who i met when i was staying at the 92y and uh in NYC uh, while I was doing my master's at Fordham University and Joe was my next door neighbor and uh, Ivana lived upstairs uh, and they I met her through Joe and they were both in the filmmaking department in CUNY I was studying journalism uh, for my master's at Fordham and we talk a bit about some of that and the movie they're working on, they're going to go, uh, they go into it a bit in the interview, uh, is an adaptation of a Stephen King story, uh, not one of his horror stories. It's called LT's Theory of Pets, and it's about the relationship between this man and woman and how their their pets are affected by that relationship. They go, they go into it more in the interview, and uh, I've actually acted in... Uh, one of Joe's projects, he did a reenactment of the scene Whiplash, uh, a scene from the movie Whiplash uh, that was a date scene, and uh, we talk about about that in the interview. And Ivy, uh, Ivana, the other one who's interviewed in this, uh, was in that scene with me. If you look at my acting reel, you'll see it's uh, the first clip uh, is a clip of me and her in a scene together. And I also was in another project, a uh, student film that joe uh helped uh work on he wasn't the director of that one called gone away i played the character ben and that was a movie about uh loss and i was helping like this the main character deal with uh he, he had lost a loved one that died in a car accident so i was helping uh that character grieve uh it was a short film um very short film and it was it was an interesting project to work on uh, that's in my reel as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a fun conversation. We talked about uh, what they're doing with this film project. Uh, I, I just don't want to get too much away in the intro because they said, they said most of it in the interview. And we also reminisced about our time staying together in the 92Y while they, they, they came here uh, for years like a study abroad program. Uh, but they're they're going to both going to school in the UK. They they talk about that more in the interview. Anyway, uh, here's the episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Why don't you guys just uh, introduce yourselves and talk about who you are and what you do and all that? 
Oh, okay. Cool. Thanks. Then you can start. So, um, I'm Joe. I'm uh, I'm studying film at Queen Mary, also with Ivy. Uh, we're in our final year. I'm hoping to be a, a writer and director, but currently, in terms of the project that we're filming, uh, LT's Theory of Pets, I'm the producer, and um, the story kind of focuses around two points, um, mostly around a breakup in marriage, and then also. Um, it follows the relation between a man and his wife, uh, between their, their two pets and how the pets are kind of at the focus point um, between the deterioration of the marriage. Um, it's also based off a, a Stephen King story, which we got licensed for a dollar as part of his uh, dollar baby program. So it, uh, it naturally kind of styles and uh, incorporates a kind of dark and twisted ending to kind of shake things up. Um, and then Ivy is going to be our, our DP, so she has the the kind of the creative eye for, for lighting and shot selection and things like that. Yeah, uh, so I'm Ivy. I'm also studying with film uh, Queen Mary with Joe, and I've been into cinematography since I was up. Also, sorry, I also study at Interactive Design Institute, the University of Hertfordshire. I study photography, so I'm trying to balance the two degrees while doing working at Shoot Blue, which is a production company and also rental place. So that's where I got all my cinematography knowledge from, and obviously that's the thing I'm into. So I'm hoping to get. Um, to make the best thing possible I can with LC Theory Pets. I'm really excited about it because this is the first time I'm actually working with um, something other than humans. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because we'll, uh, we'll, we'll require a trained uh, cat and dog, so that's going to be a fun challenge. Yeah. So then uh, you both had a semester abroad as like part of your training, but it was the same school because I know it was it was CUNY you went to over here, right? The... Yeah. Yeah, it was it was CUNY uh, Hunter in specific. That was um that was the New York option that our our university offered. So we were there from um, the Hunter semester from August to May or August to April, I think it was in the in the heart of Manhattan. But is it like a similar curriculum and stuff? Like, were you learning different things? That, are you learning different things there than you were learning here? Is it like... Well, uh, yeah. Hunter, we found, was a lot more production-based. So we spent a lot more time actually filming. Yeah. Um, whereas back in the UK, we you know, we have a more a more natural reputation as a more academic uh, kind of region. So it was, it was really nice to get some production experience under our belt during our year at Hunter. Yeah, I mean, now when we compare it to what we've learned throughout that whole year that we spent in New York, which was all focused on production, at least we chose the modules that were dealing with production, The our peers were not as production, like the modules that they took at Queen Mary were not as production-based, it was mostly theory, so we feel like we're advanced in that type of level. And also, we stayed in 92nd Y, along with you, Sean. That's where we met. You were, what, next door to Yeah, it was like right next door to... Uh, yeah. we, were, we were literally, you know, next door neighbours, uh, you know, a tap away from one another. So, it, it, yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, I heard you guys had some good times. And that's how he introduced me to you. We acted together, didn't we? Yeah, and uh, his film. Yeah, it was um, it was a reenactment of Whiplash, the, uh, the date scene. Yeah. And uh, I remember we, we couldn't secure a uh, we couldn't secure a, a restaurant 
or a, or a pizza bar or something like that. So we had to settle for someone's apartment. So it didn't quite turn out the way we wanted. But it, I it just was, need to say it was this. Very fun. <laughs> I just need to say this that the pizza that we were playing in front of both me and I, um, it, like it got eaten by Joe. He did not offer anything to his actors. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we didn't get a like a crafty or anything, did we? Yeah, thank you, Joe. Yeah, that, but see, that was, this time it's gonna be different. Now bad, I'm was, in charge. That's bad on my part. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be. He exploited us. Yeah, haven't you? If you want to phrase it that way, then I, I guess that's true. He said he was never gonna be mean to me again if I because um, he had issues with one of the actors. But then we ended up. It was it was an amazing thing. I really enjoyed it in the end. Yeah, and then I did that other project with uh, Joe with the uh, short film Gone Away. I think it was. Yes, I remember. Oh, well, I don't know what, about was, this. what was I doing in that role? I think I was. Uh, I was assistant director, and you were acting. Yeah, and then it was, yeah, uh, yeah. and then I said that one. It was a serious scene, but then the way I said that one line at first made the guy laugh. The like, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, don't yeah, do yeah, anything stupid. The, yeah, because I was trying to check. Because the script said, uh, like, uh, dude, you don't have another class, and it wasn't. It was a very. It was supposed to be a very serious line, but uh, <laughs> you kind of you kind of sent it out in a very comical way, as far as I remember. Yeah, that was, that was a good moment. Yeah, I mean, without much direction, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. I never really heard about this. I didn't hear about this story. Who was directing? Uh, Kyle Farrell. Yeah, it's in my reel. The thing. Yeah, it came. It came. It came out pretty good though. The like the final thing and all that. I think. That... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whiplash scene was really good. I should get into acting. <laughs> what am I doing with cinema? Yeah. Yeah. You did really good in that. Thank you. <laughs> Not my passion, though, so it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Where are you with this project right now? The uh... mm. so uh, as of right now, we're at the pre-production stage. So mostly that in- that incorporates uh, we're running a, a Kickstarter. So you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to get some funding for this project so we can get it off the ground because obviously we'll need we'll need to pay our actors. We'll need a professionally trained animal, uh, or a dog and a cat, because um, we, we can't just have uh, am- amateur animals because they'll need to they'll need to have a degree of training um, and responsibility. Yeah. And we'll also need to secure a location. Yeah. So um, you know the script is the script is completed. Um, we know what we're going for, but yeah, it's it's pretty much securing funding at this point. Um, we have a Kickstarter which we're trying to we're trying to get out to everyone. Yeah, obviously we're um we're gonna be paying our actors and providing for their crafty, unlike somebody else <laughs> in this room. <laughs> uh, we're actually gonna pay for their pizzas, uh, not eat them ourselves. So we're going for that. Those are the three main things. But in terms of the pre-production itself. Um, me and the director and the producer are both working on storyboarding and scouting for locations, which is really important when it comes to a serious project like this. And because it's a Stephen King uh, novel, like it's not a novel, actually, it's a short story, short story. We're trying to make it as professional as we can and try and, um, yeah, make it an actual thing. So it's not just a, another student project that mm. you're investing money on yeah. and that's not going to be professionally done. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to try and get this to a, a festival if possible, but... Um... 
that's that's the best course, best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're all passionate about what we're doing. So Joe is a really passionate producer. Like he's doing a great job with it. Our director has years of experience as well. And I've been doing cinematography pretty much for the past five years. That's all I'm interested in. I'm not interested in anything else. And the actors we're finding, we're holding auditions actually very soon. So if you know any actors, um, it's going to be in backstage under the name of LT Theory of Pets. Uh, what got, what made you? Uh, what drew you to this Stephen King story? Like, oh, so uh, originally our, our director approached us with uh, with this concept of the the Dollar Baby program, which is what uh, Stephen King runs. It's basically uh, either a logline or a short story that Stephen King's written, and they sell them to, to students or to anyone else willing to purchase them for a dollar, and then you can uh, adapt them to a film. And so our, our director originally thought that this would be a, a great idea because it would allow us to achieve um, a certain sense of, of marketing and reach to people that normally wouldn't be accessible with an originally written piece by a student. Uh, so we, we thought that was a step ahead. And then we kind of came together and we, 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 uh, we agreed on what we, we wanted to go for in terms of a genre. Um, a lot of us wanted a kind of uh, a comedy or an uplifting piece uh, with, a, with a fast pace. So we uh, we settled on LT's theory of pets, which is pretty much a comedy, and uh, we we went from there. Yeah, and it's funny because it was uh, usually Stephen King who's known for doing horrors, and this piece is pretty much a comedy. And he's said on several occasions that this occasions that this is one of his favorite pieces he's ever written, even though it's a short story. And it hasn't been done before. People have tried to raise money for it, but it, they haven't succeeded. And I feel like we're doing pretty well on this. Where I think this this project has a huge potential of becoming something even Stephen King would notice. So um, yeah, we're all really happy to be working on it. And uh, I guess directing animals is going to be like a new challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm producing on this piece, so I'm not going to be working with the animals, but I can imagine directing them will be will be an interesting challenge. Um, hopefully, if we if we reach our budget, we'll be able to obtain professionally trained animals which are able to work with strangers. But if not, we'll have to rely on um, some of our friends' pets, uh, a dog and a cat. Which yeah, which should be interesting. Yeah, interesting in the yeah very interesting in the in the kind of it's going to be a, a, a bad challenge. Scenario, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be bad because you know when you want a, a pet to do something on cue, that's going to take if it's not a well trained pet, it's going to take several takes, which takes time and obviously time is money. So um, that's going to take everyone's just. What we're trying to get here is uh, the professional dog and a cat who have been training for a while. But the thing is, they do tend to be really expensive, which is the most of our budget, pretty much. And pizzas, obviously, but pets, <laughs> the pets. Yeah, the, the pets are going to pretty much take up most of our budget. We, yeah. we, we, we got a quote the other day that we'd be able to get a dog and a cat for a total of four hours each for 600 pounds. That's probably, I don't know how much is that in dollars, 700 yeah. Something so yeah. yeah. And paying actors and locations, that's gonna be an additional cost. Yeah. So do the animals like audition or how does it work? The... Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> Aren't they? Well, I think um you know, you'll obviously treat the animals different to how you treat the human actor counterparts. Um I don't necessarily think the animals would audition. Um I think we'd just be sent a video file of yeah. you know, the actions that they can perform and if they'd be able to 
complete our required demands at a suitable level, then that would be fine. But yeah, in terms of our, the, obviously, the, you know, human access, then we'll, we'll obviously be additioning them to make sure they're, they're the right fit. But in terms of the animals, it, it really relies on our director and the type of, you know, dog and cat breed they're looking for. I think we've settled at the moment on a, a Jack Russell Terrier for a dog. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure about a cat if he's agreed on one yet. Yeah, but, but we want yeah. the, the pets to be at least reflecting what the person might feel inside. I don't know how to explain it, but we want them to look alike. We want a dog to represent one of the partner and then one partner and then the cat to represent the other partner. So we're looking for, it looks are obviously an important, an important aspect of it. So, yeah. So like, uh, there's the, there's like the people actors and then these animals kind of represent them too. They're like mirrors of these human characters. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what our director originally hoped for. And so yeah. We're, we're hoping for, we're hoping for that. We're hoping Absolutely. for that to be replicated and uh, mirrored. Yeah. That would be a really good thing to have because it would just match up with the story. And because the story is not, I mean, obviously knowing Stephen King, the story is just not very, it's not very superficial. It has like a little underbelly on it. So that's a really important thing that we're hoping the audience will catch too, because it's not only a comedy. It's about falling a marriage between two people and obviously pets, because we feel like pets are not getting enough attention nowadays. Uh, the mistreatment of them, especially that around Christmas. I don't know if you know about it, but at Christmas, people tend to buy dogs or adopt pets uh, in general and then just leave them on the street. For example, Dogs Trust and RSPCA are really big on it. They're trying to put a stop on this. And we feel like putting like putting the pets in the spotlight and uh, like making people understand that pets are not the Just reason. The Christmas, you know? Yeah, that they're not reason for your problems, that pets haven't done anything, that there's something else um, is our main goal, I believe. You mean like uh, they buy them for Christmas and then they just abandon yeah, it happens quite a lot. Like, yeah. at least I know in the UK, that happens quite a lot. Yeah, well, that, that's going to be another motive in our film, in our movie. You know, we we don't want people to, to necessarily just view pets as just a, a gift for Christmas. You know, it, it's a real investment that requires time and love and uh, dedication. Yeah. You can't objectify them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Spot yeah, on, spot yeah. On. Spot on. <laughs> so, uh, in what ways... Do you want to uh, improve or do better in this project than in your past projects? Mm. Well, I guess the main difference between this and past projects is that we've actually got a set budget and we're running a we're running a Kickstarter to actually uh, achieve a certain amount of funding. Whereas in, in the past we've kind of uh, I don't want to say winged it, but we've kind of we've kind of taken it easy in relation to, to budgeting and finance. Whereas uh, for this we, we've agreed a a rule of uh, set limits in terms of our spending, what we want to dedicate our money to, um, and things like that. Yeah, we were just discussing it um, a few hours before that we were saying we're not treating this assignment as in, because this is an assignment to begin with. This is not an assignment in our minds. This is something bigger that's going to stay with us and it's going to be representing, it's going to be in our portfolios, it's going to be representing our work and what, what we can do, what we're Yeah, like. the, the, we're basically viewing this as a 
as a kind of a step into the industry, so to yeah. speak, rather than just an assignment which we need to complete. Yeah, it's funny because we all, all of us thought about that, but nobody said it out loud. And then when one person said it out loud, we were like, yeah, like nobody sees this as an assignment. It's just a, a generic thing one student has to do. It's just this is something that's going to, you know, make an impact. And especially that's a Stephen King story. Yeah. yeah. So your projects and, before this were more like practice, I guess, and this is your first serious yeah, we'll say this is our entrance to the industry, but then again, we feel like we can do better than our peers. I hate to say that, but like all of us have had experience in the real industry, whereas most students, as you might know, do not have the, I mean, you know, you're an actor yourself, you do freelance stuff, you occasionally have gigs and stuff. That's really important, yeah, isn't I, it? Yeah, I'm sure you've turned up to a set where it's been kind of chaotic and nobody's really taking control and it's a bit of a mess, whereas... Uh, we, we want this to be, you know, as professional as we can make it. Yeah, me and Joe have been working together before, and our set was, um, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but it was pretty good. It was one of the better sets that we've done. We finished before we agreed to, and the outcome was way better than expected. So, uh, like, what are some of the festivals that you're submitting this to, like, in the UK? I mean... <laughs> well, that's... That's dependent on our, on our director and where he, he wants it to go, I guess. But um, yeah, absolutely, it's not going to be Ken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're perfectly accepting that it's not going to be you know any, any of the major festivals because they're not quite at that level yet. But you know, we, we'd love this to go to any of the local um, universities or, or things like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree in that. Where can people keep updated on this film? You have a Facebook page for it or anything, or? Yeah, we do. Absolutely. Actually, Ashton House Films is the house that's representing us. So it's not only university that's backing us up. We also have an actual production house behind this project, which is really important because, for example, all of the other films that we can compare this film to, which are being made at the moment also in pre-production, they are not they don't have an actual production house behind them. This pretty much means that somebody has put a value in our film and on our script and decided, you know what, this is worth investing in. This is worth putting your money in and just realizing that it's going to actually be something more than just a random student film. So mm -hmm. on Instagram, yep. you can find us on Ashton House Films. Um, we post that we have actually dedicated um, the Instagram marketing on specifically dogs and cats and Stephen King stuff. So we're not kind of mentioning the other, the actual script itself, but we're sharing a lot of dog and cat memes. If you're interested, they're pretty good. And same goes with our Facebook and Reddit and um, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll, put, we'll we'll share the links with you so it's all accessible. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It, it's pretty much a, a social media drive. Uh, we want to get funding from from uh, from strangers rather than friends and family. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to rely more on people who are actually interested in the story rather than friends and family feeling yeah. bad yeah, for yeah, us, exactly. like with other films. So uh, the the Ashton, uh, what's it called? Uh, House Films. Ashton House Films, yeah. Ashton House Films. Is this like similar to some of the other films they've released, like in theme or style? Hmm, actually not. Other ones were quite a bit of like a horror, dark um yeah. thrillers is, whereas yeah this is, this is more upbeat i think yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's the first time we've, we've worked with the stephen king dollar baby program yeah as well. i mean it is stephen king so that's why the house got interested in us for the first like in the first place because you know stephen king is famous for his thrillers dramas and horrors especially horrors whereas this story is more of an, uh, a different one as i said like stephen king himself 
thought as it's one of his best written works, but then on the other hand, it's quite different to what his style is. So I feel like this uh, Ashton House films is like taking a bet on us pretty much. I feel like they're taking a, a bit of a risk because they've never done this before and they're not known for it. But yeah, um, we're confident in it. And I feel like they're com- like actual adults are confident in it. People who've been in the industry. So yeah, we're definitely excited about it. So uh, what kind of films inspired you, like the both of you? Hmm. Well, normally my creative tastes are, are a bit different to, uh, to LT series of pets, uh, the film that our directors have chosen. Um, I'm normally a, a big Tarantino fan. Um, he's what got me into filmmaking, so to speak, but I also love, uh, Brian De Palma. Um, you know, people like that, you know, the early kind of the nineties pioneers for, for neo noir yeah. lounge. You're into gangster film, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I love gangster films. I mean, <laughs> who, does. who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> He does. I'm more into lighthearted comedy, and uh, I don't know. I just my one of my favorite films is actually Wolf of Wall Street, and I just absolutely love this upbeat that what this what the director is going for. I love this upbeat, like very colorful, um, just comedy, pretty much. Yeah, because as as a DP, you're more focused on visualization. Yeah, and I'm glad I'm on the same page with the director because that's one of the most crucial things we've been storyboarding intensely which i feel like it's going to save us time and i also think um it's important to know that you're on the same page as the director is so you're you know Absolutely. you know where this project is going Absolutely. and that's usually what he does too is upbeat comedies like that style the director i mean yeah um he's done a range of stuff um i mean he did reiterate to us that this is what the, the type of genre that he wanted to go for for this production. So we, we know we're, we're perfectly confident that he'll be able to execute that style in a suitable manner. Yeah, I'm telling you, just like the the industry experience that not many students have is what separates us from the group. I feel like all of us have done something, and he has done some comedies, as far as I know. But his last project, the was it the Child and the Thief, was actually a thriller. It wasn't a comedy. So um, I feel like we're all embarking on this journey, not quite knowing what it takes to do a comedy, but also very excited to do it and knowing that it's going to go the right way because, you know what, it's a comedy. Everyone's going to be very upbeat on set and they're going to be excited to do this film, especially the script. It's just funny, you know. So um, I guess what what's like the next step after this film as far as like getting into the industry and everything? Like what are you... I guess, what do, where do you hope to be and all that? These are nice, nice questions, I have to admit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess, you know, after the, the, the production phase is finished, then we'll obviously do our best to promote the film, um, try and get it into any of the local festivals if we can. But I guess uh, after that, for, for me, this is kind of more, I'm treating this more as an experience rather than as an addition to more to my portfolio because I, I want to write and direct whereas you know as I mentioned earlier I'm, I'm producing on this so this is this is a learning curve for me but whereas uh, with Ivy our DP and Christian who's our director they're really hoping this will be a, a portfolio piece which they'll be able to share with uh, clients or producers or things like that yeah absolutely I've uh, I mean I've worked on bigger sets than this but the thing is this is the first project when I'm actually in charge about something and I can can I have my say, which is something that's really important for my portfolio, whereas like I've been doing ACing, like assistant camera, but I um getting the role of DP and actually having a budget about it, which that's really important in a big 
next step for me. So what I'm hoping to do is having this as my portfolio. I do have a few other works, which I'm going to keep in. But um, yeah, again, this is something I'm passionate about and that I would like to include in my portfolio no matter the outcome. So uh, how would you say like the, the film industry in Europe differs from the U.S.? And like, what, do you want to break into it like in the U.S. or uh, like in the U.K. or Europe? Like... That's really interesting. Um, for me, I'm I'm in total love with American cinema and uh, and its history. I think I think it has it harbors a kind of a, di- a natural different style and taste um, compared to films made in the UK. Um, as as I said earlier, for me, uh, Tarantino, Brian De Palma, directors like that have really influenced me, um, mostly in terms of their their subject matter. And their style of writing, you know, it, it's it's very American in terms of its portrayals and uh, visualizations and, and things like that. Um, I, I wouldn't really consider myself knowledgeable in terms of European cinema because obviously Europe incorporates more than just the United Kingdom and more than just you know the English language. Um, you obviously have a few of the uh, the kind of the benchmarkers for European cinema. You have uh, Bresson um, in terms of actors. You have Marcello Mastroianni, uh, things like that, but. For me, my influence has always been America, you know, particularly, uh, you know, the Westerns, you know, things like that. Yeah, but I've, I've noticed because I'm, first of all, I'm not from the UK, I'm from Serbia. And Serbian cinema has a, like, it's very particular, I say, but it's quite different to what the UK cinema is about. So, for example, in Serbia, we have quite a lot of political comedy, whereas... In the UK, from what I've seen, there's quite a lot of comedy about the place you're in. For example, EastEnders. It's a TV series, as far as I know, right? But, um, yeah, it's quite different to, for example, what people in the US are doing and watching, which is what pretty much the world is doing, watching. Um, but, yeah, I'm very interested in going to the US. However, I'm not sure because it's quite far away from home because I'm a, I'm a Slav myself. Um, it's quite, I think it's like, what, eight hours of playing? I think the plane ride, the plane journey is what eight I'm hours. Sure, yeah, yeah, it's it's quite far. So um, I'm I'm thinking of staying in Europe, whereas Joe is more tending towards the US. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to go to uh, to LA for yeah. a, for a conservatory year. You got you got a place at the what's at the, the New York, the New York Film Academy. Yeah. it's uh, LA campus. I'm yeah. hoping to go to in September. So yeah, yeah, a whole year of making films. Interesting. Yeah, really intense year. Nice. So that's uh, that's after you finish your current degree you're going yeah we, we finish uh well we, we technically finish our classes at the end of march which is insane but i think our graduation is actually dated for june or july june or july something yeah. in between yeah. so that's when we we completely finish our undergraduate courses yeah. and you know it's either a master's or or a uh, conservative year or straight into the industry for freelancing you know yeah which is what i'll probably be doing because i've been doing freelancing on the side anyways so to me it's just going to be like a just getting into the real world, which I've pretty much been in so far. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be such a shock for either of us. In film, it's more about, like, what you do on your own rather than, like, uh, I guess, what you learned in the curriculum. Like, it's for, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you've done freelancing yourself, and you know how different it is what the teachers are teaching you, which is mostly theory and their own experience, whereas actually experiencing yourself, there's quite a lot of difference, isn't it? Yeah. And that that was actually like what you said earlier. You said like it wasn't as hands-on, like yeah. program you were in. That that was like a lot of the complaints because uh, at Fordham I was studying like uh, ju- more like journalism, public media, but it's still like media uh, related. People were complaining it wasn't 
uh, like we weren't doing a lot of hands-on like reporting stuff or like going out there and like uh, like actually doing projects. It was more theory-based. Yeah. So yeah. like, and then people want to learn more practical, and so, that sounds like a common thing with like media-related uh-huh. yeah. majors. Yeah, it's it's really tough to get direct practical experience in, in the film industry um, because uh, typically a lot of universities offer a more theory-based course, you know, you know, which is perfectly interesting. But in order to get direct practical experience, it's it's normally something you would do outside of university, you know. Um, you would get into the industry straight away as a maybe a runner or something like that, rather than yeah. rather than uh, learning it through a university course. Yeah. So like putting yourself out there is the key. Like that's the only thing I would advise to anyone starting university right now. University is important. It's like a little comfort zone. It's going to become your comfort zone pretty much. But doing stuff outside it, as you know, um, is what's what actually counts. So, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to add or anything? I don't, I don't know. I, I feel we, we've covered we've covered pretty much everything. Um, yeah, if you're interested. Obviously, we're, we're, we're gonna we'd love what? for we'd love for people to you know to view our Kickstarter and to get an interest into our film. So obviously, we'll we'll have that hopefully linked within a within the project. But yeah, worst otherwise, case. Otherwise, we're you know we're, we're happy. Yeah, worst case scenario, like our Kickstarter has an amazing video which I shot, and it's uh it incorporates a pet, so it's quite funny to watch. So yeah. we're hopefully that sets yeah. the tone for the film that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You can you can view all that on our on our Kickstarter link, which we'll we'll hopefully share with this with this file. Yeah, it's just LT theory of pets. If you type it in into the Kickstarter.com, uh, it's gonna pop up. Yeah. <laughs> also, I wanted to um, take a little. What was I gonna say? Like a little. Um, how do you say reminiscence? To remember reminisce. Reminisce. Sorry, my English is so bad. <laughs> I need to reminisce on uh, the well, your birthday party. I fucking love that. Oh I yeah. Had... Uh, forget the name of the place. Oh. The Irish pub. The Irish pub. That was it. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I remember it. Oh shit. I really liked that place. Um, and there was this girl who didn't turn up in the end. Did, did you like her? I think. I think that was it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. That's so cute. And then together we went for Shake Shack, didn't we? That was, that was so nice. So what? So what are your plans for the future, Sean? I mean, I'm working at a call center now, but I'm still kind of looking for something like more media related, like uh, like on the production side, like journalism. Yeah, yeah. Or like at least doing the things that are similar to what you know a journalist does, like writing, uh, like asking questions. I don't know if I want to be involved yeah. in like the political yeah. stuff, but like maybe like feature stories, yeah. like covering interesting events and people things like that kind of like what i do on my show but more like yeah professional yeah. i guess yeah How, how's your podcast doing um pretty good i mean this is this is the first of 2019 oh that's exciting we're like a little but it's it, it's been going in a more like conversational direction 2k19 debut that's, uh, that's awesome yeah amazing i'm i'm really um I'm really uh, honored to have. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been meaning to come on here since you know since I was at the wire. I'm not so gonna lie, I said why I was it, hoping you're not. It's great, it's great to be on here with a purpose. So it's great to yeah. meet you again, man. Yeah, absolutely. I remember in 90 second why I was like, oh shit, Sean has a podcast. Why am I not on it? <laughs> I was thinking about it. Yeah. You were hoping I, you were hoping I would. Yeah, ask. I'm not gonna lie, Sean. I fucking, I fucking wanted it. 
I was gonna ask you is something because I thought that'd be interesting, like you talk about yeah. like because yeah. uh, like he came from Serbia and wanted to be a filmmaker and everything. So um. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But now you told your story and Joe told his story and the story's out there. For thank you, thank yeah, you so much for sharing this. This means the world to us. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. All right. Well, that about does it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to keep updated with future episodes, I'm on iTunes, BSing with Sean K. Uh, I, I believe I, I joined this thing called Anchor, and it put me on some other podcasting uh, um, platforms as well. Uh, ones I'm not like super familiar with, but I know iTunes is uh, one of the more popular ones. And you can also subscribe to my feed on my blog spot, BSing with Sean K. Blogspot.com. And I upload these to YouTube, too. I might start doing clips with the YouTube thing. But, you know, honestly, I just enjoy doing the YouTube pictures, the YouTube videos with the pictures to go along with it and, like, putting funny pictures with uh, the episodes. So I just kind of do that because I enjoy doing that, and it's fun to do it. And some people have told me they like like the little slideshows I make. But, but anyway, I'm on YouTube, too. And... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, just go to BSing with Sean K. Blogspot.com. It has a link to everything I'm doing. And I, it was a great chat with Ivy and Joe. Um, it was really cool to catch up. Um, they're, in, they're in Europe now. They're in the UK now. Uh, if I ever make it out to Europe one of these days, I hope we get to chill and all that. But, um, yeah, it was a good, uh, good, uh, good, uh, time talking to them and uh, i'm gonna post a link to their kickstarter and everything and that about does it for today's episode i'll catch you on the next